welcome to another season of THL POW. I am Isocles, and I am trying to figure out this whole hosting thing, so please bear with me as we get this started. But joining me to help make my life easier and provide expert analysis is Based Inc. Based, how are you doing? I'm doing good. You'll do great. It'll, it'll be nice and easy. I'm not worried. Thank you. Like I said, you're here to make my, my life easier, and building up my confidence is a great way to do that, so I appreciate this excellent start. So, um, just to give a little background into uh, the THL power rankings for those of you who are new here, or just want a refresher, or just to make sure that I can pretend I know what I'm talking about, um, the way we do this is we're going to go through all the series. Um, today, it'll just be Hero, because that's the only series that started. And we are going to attempt to rank all 15 teams. And we'll do that by putting them into tiers that generally align with the um, card rarities. So we will start with our golden commons, move up to our rares, then our epics, and finally, our legendaries. So if you're looking for uh, a goal for your team is to be rated as a legendary team by us. That is the pinnacle of THL. Never mind the championships. All that matters is getting legendary and specifically the golden legendary. So based, what are your thoughts on the hero season thus far? Having uh, seen the reveal stream, the three conferences, what would you like to, uh, to start with as far as the hero season overall before we get into the specific teams? I have no time for games. Um, I mean, what can be said about Hero other than Hero is stacked uh, this season? No different. Uh, we'll be adapting the 15-team uh, uh, format uh, that we did in Wild uh, last season. So that's always really fun to see how you match up against your conference twice. I think that uh, is kind of an exciting thing where you actually kind of feel like a, a bit of rivalry with them, especially in the second round. So uh, I'm really excited to play this Hero season, um, you know, uh, it's just probably the most exciting uh, for veterans, I feel like. Uh, I don't know if, if that's accurate, but uh, the hero season like always feels uh, especially exciting to me. Yeah, I like it too. I like hero just for the format of last year standing. It is my personal favorite format for uh, competitive Hearthstone, so I've always enjoyed that aspect of it. I am very interested to see how it actually plays out with the three conferences of five teams. Obviously, you had that experience last season with Wild, but this will be the first time for me and a lot of our standard players. So it'll be uh, really fun to see how that plays out. So that does give us three conferences um, in addition to Teal and Purple from last season. We we're adding the Orange Conference. So it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out and which conference we think is the strongest. Um, but we're going to start with the teams that we think are the weakest. And just to level set, this is nothing personal. Pasca. This is nothing uh, that says that we don't like you or don't like your teams. This is us trying to be as objective as possible. Uh, these aren't meant to be fun rankings, and you can take this as uh, bulletin board material or motivation, and then you know throw it in our face when we're uh, wrong at the end of the season. You win your championship after being ranked in the Golden Commons. So, with that being said, based, why don't you start us off with the teams you think right now in Hero are Golden Commons? Golden Common. Ah, uh, and so you know. Unfortunately, someone's got to be here, but uh, the three teams that I have as my golden commons in no particular order are Tan Pam's Surf Slam, Dark Side of Cthoon, and Fair and Balanced. What about you? I can already tell that uh, you and I are going to be uh, excellent podcast partners here because uh, we are on the same wavelength. I also have Tan Pam's Surf Slam, Fair and Balanced, Dark Side of Cthoon, and I'm throwing in the transfer students, so I'm going with four teams my golden commons but let's start with the three teams that we have in common uh, let's start with a team that very recently won a championship 
Um, last year was a little more of a struggle for them, but um, coming back with uh, almost the same roster is Tan Pam's Surf Slam. So what do you see out of them that has them kind of lower than um, what they've shown in, in season past? Um, it's it's really hard because like all these players are excellent. You know they they have replaced Marty B with the Charmo, uh, which you know like that's that is a, a, the same. Like it's it's not a a, a gain or a loss there. I feel like you know like those players are both absolutely excellent, but you know, they struggled last season and they're leaving a lot of PR on the table, which I think is going to be a common theme here. Uh, it just, it's, it's hard to see that that much PR left and, and not kind of worry. Yeah. I think I'm with you there. Um, I think it's my, it's me. Mike B is, is pretty solid for a five seed. Uh, but then when you look at the next three players, JR, Oz and, and Wash, I feel like, you know, watching the four should be pretty solid. Um, Oz is probably more comfortable in a four, and JR is probably more comfortable in a three, especially, well, I said especially, but this season, the three is kind of ridiculous. We'll, we'll get to that um, as we start looking at some of these other teams, but Sean's a pretty solid one. So, yeah, I think this is a team, if I'm picking of the ones that we've called out here, is the one that's most likely to, you know, exceed the Golden Common uh, starting point. But, yeah, leaving that PR on the table does give you a little bit of pause um, and, and that kind of brings us to our next team, Dark Side of Cthulhu. Um, they are the team that left the most PR on the table. And uh, I think someone actually asked Donde about this in chat and said, Hey, Donde, do you know the PR cap was 1850? And his response was basically, you know, I like the players on my team. I think we have good chemistry together. And I think we're all going to overperform. And I think they need to. Um, you know, I think Donde has kind of bounced back and forth between the one and the two in recent hero seasons. Uh, and he'll be right there with Mark Shire again in kind of that same position. Um, Saku, I love him to death. Um, he'll be the first to tell you that as a 5C, he's usually there to allow for higher PRs in the other seats. Um, but that's not the approach that Dark Side of Cthune took here, so it might be a little bit of a struggle for them. But uh, we'll see how it works out. Uh, definitely we'll have a lot of fun playing, and uh, maybe that'll translate to wins. So anything from you on uh, on the Dark Side of Cthune? Yeah, I just, it, it's shocking to see the PR there when, like, I look at the seeds and, like, this is not bad team comp um, yeah, i just definitely. wonder how it's going to do against some of the other team comps that we're, we're going to be seeing but um you know i would i have to imagine that they're just gonna have a ton of fun and the, the chemistry really is probably the most important part of of like having a, a an enjoyable season so i think that they'll no matter what they do have a great season in that sense yeah, and I certainly think chemistry matters a lot, especially in the hero format. I think there's a lot more strategizing that, that takes place uh, amongst the teams. So if you have uh, good camaraderie and able to work together well, you can sort of overcome um, what might otherwise be thought of as a skill gap. And I, again, I agree with you. I don't think that that's necessarily the, the case here. Um, PR isn't everything. It's just sort of a you know starting point that we use to determine the, the beginning of the season. But beyond that, all that matters are, are wins and losses. So... Um, and that's what we're going to have to use to go by with a uh, fair balance because um, we were talking about before the show, and this is a team that has some new players, um, players that joined THL either last season or playing for the first time this season, people we just don't know as much about. And they're always harder to rate um, in that regard. Um, so do you have any uh, intel on any of the players here in fair and balanced um, that uh, give you pauses to putting them in the golden common? Um, no, nothing in particular. You know, I... I've had experiences with Wild Nine, who is an excellent player, and I think will will you know it's it's it is a, always a question being in the one in Hero, um, so 
we'll see how he can perform there. And, you know, I've, I've had interactions with Cherub and, and Swash, and I think that they'll be solid four fives, but I don't really know uh, Adair or Andy, Ande, Ande. Uh, we'll go with a uh, we'll go with Ande because it rhymes with Donde and that yeah. just seems right following uh, the uh, Toxic cartoon. But Adair is uh, one of my pro teammates, um, so I take that anyone who is willing to go into the meat grinder that is the, the pro series um, at least thinks highly of themselves and, and probably can back it up as well. So I, I expect him to potentially outperform his PR as a, as a two seed and, and uh, challenge Wild Nine for that one seed. Um, nobody's there. I'm playing Wild Nine in the first week, so I, I hope to make that yet <laughs> reality for them. But uh, we'll see. So. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this team shakes out. It, it is always tough to, to rank new players, and especially when an entire team is made up of new players. And um, before we start talking about the transfer students, uh, let's talk about rares. So why don't you give me your list of rares? Rare. So again, no particular order. Um, hell, that is alphabetical. I got advanced tactical lackeys, ask HS, dab on them, and transfer students. All right, and for me, I've got uh, a little bit of a difference here. I've got Servants of Yog saron no pros here, and Ask Hearthstone. And so uh, so I mentioned transfer students as a golden common for me, and you have them as a rare. So let's start there. What are you seeing with transfer students that has you uh, ranking them a little bit higher than me? Um, so looking at, uh, I mean, the, I think the immediate comparison for me is fair and balanced, where they're coming in about the same PR, but transfer students is a returning... Uh, Almost, almost the whole squad, I believe. I think that they've had one change um, in, in their their roster here. Um, uh, and Bach, Bach for Life has moved to the, the one, and Jester has moved into the two. Um, but otherwise, their uh, their lineups the same, and they had some success last season. So I think that that's just me looking at that and thinking that they can um, they can bring it back. I mean, Lemur's still going to get on me for ranking his team in the rares, but. I, you know, this hero stacked. Someone's got to be rare. Yeah, and I mean, I, I was even lower than you as Golden Common. I think I might rethink that a little bit. Um, you know, Buck, Buck for Life is, I mean, he's going to have a hard time in the one, but I think he can definitely handle it. And he's a creative deck builder. Um, so I think that especially uh, is powerful in, in hero um, because if you can build a deck that <clears throat> people have a hard time dealing with or don't know the, the counter to, you can get some surprise wins. So I can see him doing well. And I had Jester on my legacy team. Uh, last season for the back half of the year, and he, he did pretty well. He held his own. Um, he was in that three to four seed, um, so coming in as a two seed in hero might be a little bit more of a challenge. But I think they make up for on the, the back half of the roster with Lemur as the four and GK as the five. I think they're going to have an advantage most weeks, uh, especially in the five, um, mm-hmm. with with those two seeds. So this is a team that that could once again make a, a strong playoff push. Um, but as like you mentioned, someone's got to start towards the bottom, and, and that was it for me. So. Uh, the next team on our list we both agreed on, as far as rares go, is the uh, the one team in Teal from last season that uh, held their own in the playoffs, and that is Ask HS. So talk to me about Ask HS. I mean, I'm not sure. Like, I'm ready to be surprised. Like, you know, this this is a team, I believe, that um, they are bringing in Dracocat and Doubles, who I, I'm not familiar with Doubles, but Dracocat is a streamer. Um, and so I think that he'll be able to come in and hold his own in the two. Mr. Python has been performing at um, uh, Massachusetts qualifiers and, and other things, and, and everyone knows Dr. Bomb and, and Kel. So I think it's more just a question of how do you adjust to this format, uh, and so that's why it's kind of holding me back from just uh, you know boosting them up a little bit. Um, you know, it, it is a bit of a 
a culture shock to come into closed list uh, hero. So that's my only uh, real question mark. But I, I would not be surprised if this team uh, outperforms rare right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, they certainly have the pedigree from last season, the playoff experience with uh, some of the returning players. Uh, Mr. Python is someone I've run into on ladder a few times. I know he is a good player. I think he was in the on the pro um, side last season as well, if I recall. Um, did pretty well. So, yeah, I think this team um, definitely is going to be in the mix. Um, Rare might be underselling them a little bit, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see. So um, that's it as far as our agreement goes on the Rare. So let's go ahead and jump up to Epic. And why don't you give me your Epic rundown? Epic! Um, again, no particular order. Got Vote of Some Confidence, Servants of Yogg-Saron, F2L Black, and Feet of C'Thun. All right, and for me, I've got Tonk, if you're corny. Advanced Tactical Lackeys, Dad Legend, and Vote of Some Confidence. So right off the bat, we have a little bit of agreement. Uh, the one team that we both have in our epics is Vote of Some Confidence. Uh, I want to come back to them, but I want to talk a little bit about uh, Servants of Yoxron. I had them as one of my rares, and you've got them as an epic. So I'll let you go first and talk to me about uh, Servants of Yoxron. So I think that this uh, this is my prediction that we're going to have a theme of uh, something about orange being stacked. <laughs> um and uh this is uh this is one of those teams that I think is is uh representative of that. They've got Neji in the one, Adamos in the two, Marty B in the three, uh, and then two star Mako and Dr. Fish rounding out their lineup. And like this is just one of those three one seeds teams that we're gonna see a lot. Um here in Hero. And uh like I think that this is a team that uh can very much uh do damage to anyone that it shows up against. Like, uh, so I, I think that putting them in Epic, um, makes sense to me. Yeah. It's a, it's a good argument. I think the, um, the one counter I have to that is, um, I think Marty B definitely is, uh, a, a high quality, uh, being able to, to hold his own in, in any seed, but I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on him in that three seed to perform well. Um, and like you mentioned, orange is pretty stacked and, uh, the three seeds for orange, just to read them off to you, uh, turtle, Durden, Rushy Tuna, and Molstar. And if you don't know who Molstar is, uh, he was recruited to play with uh, a team that we'll talk about here shortly by Obviously, and he was the, what, number two uh, player in NA uh, at, the, at that point in time. So, uh, yeah, Marty B is going to definitely have to bring it in that 3C to um, carry this team. So I think they might struggle a little bit in, in the 4 and 5. Uh, no disrespect to Tucson to Mako and Dr. Fish. Uh, both really good people that have uh, a lot of good content to provide. Um, and uh, that content might be carrying them this season because I think they're going to have a little bit of a, a challenge in that, that 4 or 5. Um, it's kind of the price you pay when you have um, two just all-stars in, in Neji and uh, Adamos in the 1, 2. So, um, you know, you, you really need that that top performance from those two players to, to carry this team um, throughout the whole season. And that, I mean, when those two players in Neji and Adamos, that definitely can happen. Uh, but they definitely don't have has much room for errors as some of the other teams that are, are a little more balanced throughout the roster. So um, so what do you think? Are you pretty confident with Servants of Yachtron as an epic, or do we want to kind of look at Orange and say that's going to be a tougher sled and maybe dock them a point or two for um, just low-rolling the, the conference uh, yeah, assignments? I think it, it's a combination of uh, both how they've chosen to build their lineup and how they're ending up in a conference that has two absolutely like terrifying uh triple one seed uh rosters so i think i'm okay uh going with rare for now but when they move up right. i'm oh, you know <laughs> you can 
<laughs> Absolutely. That, that's definitely going to happen. Okay. Um, so next up, let's talk about uh, Advanced Tackle Lackeys. And uh, this is the reverse. I had them uh, a little bit higher as an Epic, and you had them as a rare. So I'll go first. I will sing the praises and then let you tear me down. So we've got, uh, I think, a, a pretty solid team. This team did okay last season. Um, I think they're they're kind of the example of a more balanced roster that I was just talking about. And I, think, I think it plays well for them because I, I look at their roster and I look at particularly their 3-4 of Rushy Tuna and Risen and, and neither of those players um, belong in, in the 3-4 seats. Um, I, I think that's and not really losing anything from the rest of the roster and the 1-2 and two with a pretty solid 5 seed. So I just think from top to bottom, it's like any other players can win in any week. And I, I just kind of like that roster makeup more than I like the, the top-heavy lineup. Um, unless you're you know, we'll talk about a gun in, in, in a bit. Like that's the extreme example that I think can make make it work. But I would generally prefer a more balanced lineup. So, um, tell me about ATL and, and what um, what kind of holds you back from rating them a little higher. Uh, so, uh, I'm not going to lie; it's nothing to do with the the set of players there. Um, I think that they might be cursed. Oh, okay. Let me hear it. <laughs> so. So, you know, like this is definitely a team that is always on the cusp of playoffs. And this is a roster that definitely can get into playoffs. Um, it's just, it never seems to pan out. Um, and so that was more of a, I'm going to acknowledge the the curse here a little bit uh, and giving them a rare, but I'm, I'm, I could happily move them up to an Epic. This team is, is like, it's full of excellent players. Uh, you know, the seeds look great. I also um, kind of like this uh, more balanced team build um as well um i think going in on a a triple one can uh can both be incredibly rewarding and uh quite risky but i think that advanced tactical lackeys could have a great season here yeah no i I like that reasoning i like bringing in uh outside influences such as curses and uh momentum and and things like that that have nothing to do with the actual gameplay so uh all for that i will uh note here that risen is on my legacy team and brushy is on my pro team just uh full disclosure to you know confirm all my biases but um risen in particular uh, i just want to highlight him um he struggled immensely in uh in hero um he ended up bouncing back and doing pretty well um in in legacy and pro but i think here he still kind of had a a pretty terrible record um so i think he's on the short list for um early favorites for comeback player of the year or of the season excuse me so i i think that's where that they're probably gonna um, bounce back a little bit it's just getting a better performance from from players like risen and uh, even your own kid coming off a, a legacy championship, I think he can overperform in his seat as well. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh, tell me if you agree. So in the in the areas where we kind of split here, and especially in, in this orange conference where it's it's going to be a bloodbath, uh, I'm, I'm going to say let's let's go ahead and give some some goldens out. Um, let's give uh, advanced tactical Lackeys and servants of the Oxeron the golden rare. Uh, that way, it kind of splits the difference between where we had them to begin with. Yeah. Uh, any uh, any quibbles with that? Nope. I think that that is a a very fair uh, way to do it. Golden rare. All right. So I appreciate that uh, the vote of some confidence that you gave me, mm-hmm. and uh, let's talk about that team. So uh, this team is pretty crazy. I mean, this is a another example, not quite the extreme case of the uh, the three one seats stacking at the top, but uh, pretty close with Hishak, Veritas Hat, and around Mexico. Uh, that's that's almost as good as you can get um, without uh, going over PR. So we'll look at those three players to, to carry them to victory. And we both have them as epics. And I think that that probably, and don't let me speak for you, but I think that probably has to do with just those three players kind of carrying the day. 
Uh, I mean, so like this is team most improved uh, from last uh, season. They've replaced uh, FBM and uh, Desharmo's spot with a uh, Heat Shock, which whew, uh, if you're going to pick up a player in a Heat Shock, that's got to boost it. And I'm I don't really think that saying it's any less just because they got discounts for their second and third one seeds. I, I, this is still a team of three one seeds, um, and they did poach a diamond from me. Uh, which I fully endorsed, endorsed to Diamond. Um, I thought that this was excellent. Um, you know, I, I, but I, yeah, I think that this team is is very possibly like just going to take the whole thing, uh, and that's what puts this to epic uh, for me. Um, like I, I don't know. Part of me wants to go legendary, but here is so stacked. Yeah, I think this this team's right on the cusp. Um, yeah, I had them kind of in the in the middle of my epic category with uh, another team we'll, we'll talk about here shortly. Uh, but actually, did we go over? We did. Okay. Um, so I think they're pretty solidly epic. Um, I I like their top three players. I think Diamond and, and Jim Fulis, if, if they get um, better than average seasons from either of those players, then I think you're absolutely right, and this team will be um, vying for a championship. Uh, but if, if those two players struggle a little bit um, and their top three seeds don't all deliver, then that, that is the one uh, kind of knock that I would have uh, on this team. And that's true of any um, top-heavy team. But I think this team in particular just really needs to have good seasons from their top three. And, and we've seen in, in recent times, where, where whether it was Heat Shock or on Mexico that have, have struggled a little bit in, in Hero. Um, you know, you don't expect them to, uh, but it is something that at least has some some precedence. So I, I would not uh, would not bet on that happening, but it's just something in the back of my mind that, that kind of keeps them as a, an epic team for me. Um, let's see. So the other teams that we had to talk about, um, the teams that, uh, that we skipped over from the rares, and the rest of the epics, um, we need to list out our legendary teams before we can talk about them further. So why don't you go ahead and give me your legendary teams? Whoa, legendary! All right, so in the legendary category, I got a Gungan, Us Among, or Agua, uh, Tonk, if you are corny, uh, Dad Legend, and no pros here. And for me, I've got F to a Black, a Gungan, Us Among, Dab on them, feet of Cthulhu. So I will note right away, we have one agreement in Agungan and Us Among. I think that uh, probably is very clearly our, our top team in Hero coming in. Um, everything that we've said about uh, the top three, I think this this is the extreme case with Dardar Binks, obviously, and, and Molstar as the uh, the one, two, three, and uh, they're all 550 players, which is pretty nuts. And I think Scratch and Robocax has their four, five. Like, that's that's not that bad. Um, if you're just filling PR with those two players, I think, yeah. I think you're okay. So um, the other thing I want to note here is uh, we're apparently very deferential to each other because you have Dab Legend as a legendary and I have Dab Legend as a legendary. Mm -hmm. So um, why don't you go ahead and talk to me a little bit about what you see from Dab Legend and I'll tell you why I think Dab is is great. So you go first. Okay. Well, so start with Dab Legend. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, like, off of a legacy championship, they had a, a hero championship this year. Um, like, and you're adding Lotus Knight and Sharkbait, who both have the pedigree. You know, Sharkbait uh, started out with a little bit of a rocky season, but has really uh, stepped up in, in legacy last season. Um, and, and Lotus Knight in the two is, like, that's, that's uh, 
that's not a place I want to see Lotus. Yeah, you um, might not have to see him there for long because we are pretty close in PR after my terrible season in Hero that dropped me uh, below the 550 mark. So uh, he might uh, very well pass me up and then put me in the 2C, which um, maybe is a little more fair for the rest of the teams, but we'll see. So uh, I definitely am excited to have him on the team. Uh, he is uh, very communicative, uh, very uh, thoughtful and, and statistics-driven. So I'm, I'm looking forward to having sort of uh, more uh, analysis going in. Um, so thank you for your kind words of Dow Legend. Uh, I had us as an epic. Uh, I think I'm, I think I'm just a little bit snake bit from last two seasons. Um, coming off a just near playoff miss where I couldn't close the deal in the last game of the season, and then last season, which was just a complete disaster on all fronts. Um, you know, it, it did make room for Lotus Knight to come in as a two seed, which I think is probably the one thing that that gives me a, a little more confidence in us. All told, I think Sharkbait um, came very highly recommended from from her legacy team uh, last season. So I, I think we're we're in pretty good shape um, as far as Dab Bottom goes. Um, this is your team, and you are way too low on your own team, in my opinion. Uh, you have yourself as a rare, which I accept the humility that that's fair. Um, we certainly can appreciate a uh, you know uh, an honest look at yourself, but I think you're being a little little too harsh. I think y'all are a really good team. I think you are. Um, if it wasn't for F2L, like the the class of teal. Um, and I think that's going to be a really fun fight between y'all and them for the top deal. But I mean, I just look at your roster again. I'm a little bit biased on a more balanced team. And the fact that you have Booze as your five seed is pretty ridiculous. Um, I think the rest of your roster is a little bit better than average at each of their seeds. But having Booze as that five seed, I mean, expect them to have a Duin-esque 10 and 0 run or something, or 8 and 0, I guess, since we're only playing eight weeks. Um, I think that's going to be just a, a really high caliber player on your team that just inflates everything else up and only needing two wins from the rest of your roster. I think every week is going to be pretty good. So, um, yeah, I think y'all are a easy legendary team for me, but, uh, tell me what reservations you have about, uh, about your own team that, that had you down on them. Um, I mean, so I moved up seeds last season and I struggled. Uh, so moving up to the one in hero, we'll see if it's a, a beast, like I think it might be, but, um, I think that's like probably my biggest reservation is, uh, what it's going to look like for, for one and the two. Uh, I'm sorry to Booze and to my brother Astral Frog, but you know whoever is playing in the two might have a bit of a rough go of it just because of how stacked the seeds have become. But I, I do think that we have a, a pretty good fighting chance in the, the three, four, five every week. Yeah, I think that's completely reasonable. So I think uh, we'll split the difference on y'all and put you as a, a epic team. I think I'll probably do the same thing with that legend. Um, I know y'all have us as a legendary. I think I will kind of mm, keep us a little bit grounded there and put us as an epic as well. Um, that way you can kind of deflate some of the um, show host bias by saying, look, we're not legendary teams for ourselves, and, <laughs> and then we're good. So. Um, so the next team I want to talk about is a team, uh, the last team that I had in my epics that you have as a legendary is Tonk, if you are corny. And that's going to be a fun name to say all season long, but um, tell me about the players themselves and, and what uh, led you to rank them as a legendary team. So this is the two finalists just deciding to mash their team together from last season, uh, which I, I kind of love. And um, like, uh, you know, Always just in time. Moving up to the one, I don't think is much of a concern. C-Mac in the two, still terrifying. Turtle in the three, terrifying. Nine Eyebrows in the four, absolutely terrifying. And uh, Skirt Reynolds is new to THL, I believe. 
but I have actually played with him on a team with nine eyebrows uh, before this, and he is a, a great player. It was a 3v3, so we were working together a lot of the times. So I, I, it's hard for me to look at this team of previous finalists that have decided to join forces and, and rate them lower than, than, uh, than Legendary. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think that just sold me. Um, I was pretty high on the Wild Aces coming into the last season and, and challenged owners. Um, ended up overperforming my expectations a little bit, but that was simply because I wasn't as familiar with, with some of the players, such as Always Just in Time and Turtle, who absolutely proved themselves last season. Um, you know, I, I said the the team, for, or what I said for Wild Aces was they were a team of, you know, four one seeds, and then they brought back two of them in the two and four seed. So uh, that's pretty ridiculous. So I think I'm with you there. I think I'm going to pump them up. As a legendary team, um, I think that's. I think you're absolutely right. I think taking two championship teams and, and melding them together usually doesn't work out because of PR, but they made it work, and I think they're going to be a force in orange. Um, I think that it really is going to be fun to watch that orange conference. That uh, fortunately neither of us are in, so we get to uh, just observe the fireworks from afar. Um, but speaking of orange, do we have any other orange teams? I think we got them all. So. Um, yeah, so let's uh, let's note that the two teams that we have locked in as legendary are both in orange. So um, congrats to the other three teams in that conference. Um, but let's jump down to another team that uh, made the playoffs and had a good run, F2 Black. Um, I had them as a uh, legendary team. You had them as an epic. Uh, I'm going to tell you why they're a legendary team, because uh, Hockey Boys is really good, and he's a three seed. <laughs> I think that's just kind of unfair. Um, he's been sort of an unfair player in, um, in Hero for a while now. Uh, he was definitely key to Dow Legends Championship run a few seasons back, and he wasn't the reason that uh, we struggled the last two seasons. So um, I expect him kind of reuniting with Robopson, joining Itachi as their kind of killer 1-2-3. But the difference between their killer 1-2-3 and some of the other teams is like uh, Robopson and Hockey are a little lower in PR than really they should be. Um, so that gives them the ability to keep their 4-5 from last season, who have both proven to be really solid in those seeds. So uh, I think they're a pretty easy legendary pick for me. We'll see if they live up to it, because I think that might be your reasoning for having them as an epic. But talk to me about uh, F2L on your side. I mean, so uh, I think I think I probably should have swapped uh, you and F2L. Um, you know, I think I gave uh, a little bit more credence to, to your previous championship this year than... Uh, but I should have given to F2L, who's really been performing of late. You know, the last two seasons they've been really doing quite well, and I'm I'm happy to to, to say that they should have been legendary and that I was wrong. Oh man, us <laughs> wrong. I can't believe it. Um, but no, it's fine. It's going to happen a lot. Let me say. And we're doing it intentionally. But yeah, Hockey Boy's in the three. I like. I don't know how it's every season that he's still in the three. It. I don't know who he's paying. Uh, I should be able to find <laughs> that out, but. I just, I don't know. Yeah, like, especially like this team has now returned the same four players for this is the third season, I believe, at least. And like Hockey Boys is somebody who has uh, relationships with these players coming in. So the, you'd never have any concerns with the, the um, chemistry in this. And so, yeah, I think that Legendary is the right fit for them. Yeah, I think the, the one thing I'll say 
And just from talking to, to Haki a lot, he was on my legacy team a couple seasons back. I've obviously been on the, the pro team, or excuse me, the hero team with him a few seasons. And, and one, I'm very happy to, to rest in our championship laurels from a couple seasons ago. I love bringing it up because, you know, it's been bad since. So, you know, I have to think about the happy times. But one thing that Haki always told me was um, he's a very another creative deck builder and likes to kind of take risks with his deck choices. But uh, he always referenced back to Robobson not letting him play certain decks and uh, <laughs> making sure that he brought the best decks. So now he's on the team with Robobson again. So you can see a, a even better hockey boys coming out. Not that he wasn't trying his best, but um, you know, with with me on a team, I'm I'm more I don't lenient is not the right word, but I like to have uh, more interesting deck choices as well. And I think uh, putting him in that Etoile system is going to bring out the sort of the best in, in hockey. So I, I think he's going to overperform this year and start to bring his PR back in line with where it should be. So so yeah, I think they're they're a pretty solid legendary team. Um, so that leaves a couple teams left. Um, let's talk about Feet of Cthulhu. I think this is a, a relatively, well, it is a new team with, um, one new-ish player, maybe two new-ish players, a couple people that I kind of know from reputation, but not so much from THL history. So, um, you had them as an epic and I put them as my last legendary and actually the top team in purple, but I'll let you go first. So talk to me a little bit about Feet of Cthulhu and what you see from this team. Um, yeah, so FBM2 had a, a great season, um, you know, like first season in THL came in uh, guns blazing. So as a one seed, uh, no real questions there. Nails, I've bumped into on ladder, but I don't know if he's played much THL uh, yet. Um, so should be fine there. Free Hong Kong, uh, solid uh, three seed. I don't know anything about Cat. Um, and then, you know, Chewbacca is the one of the most iconic fives probably in, in recent seasons. So it's a solid roster. Um, and I'm just, you know, like it's a question of how are they going to come in and mesh together uh, for me that, that holds me back from that legendary positioning, you know, like hero is a lot of um, collaboration and, and what's this team going to look like, you know, working together, you know, all the parts should be, should be nice and, and perform well, but, will they be able to step it up uh, together is my question. Yeah, no, that's definitely a fair question. And I think one thing that's interesting here is um, Nails is actually the captain. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the name is familiar to me. I feel like he's played in THL before. I think I've seen him pop up on, on uh, pro teams. Um, someone can correct me if I'm wrong about that. But <laughs> the fact that um, he's a captain means that he has some some credibility with the board, obviously, because they don't let just anyone captain. They have to be someone that uh, is known known quantity, someone that can put together a good team. So I think that kind of... Maybe answers the question for you a little bit of how they will um, be together um, if you know he's their captain can kind of pull them together. I think FBM two is, is definitely a really good player. Um, we'll see how, how well he, he collaborates with the rest of his team. Um, if that's something he can kind of bring them up to, to his level, as you know the the best players are able to do that. So um, I think Cat definitely is a, is an unknown. Um, I kind of gave a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. Um, in seasons past, I've been burned in some of my preseason rankings by underrating players I didn't know anything about. So now I've kind of split the difference a little bit, um, unless I have some other background. Um, so I kind of put him or her right in the middle uh, of the uh, the four seeds. So um, yeah, I think this team this team looked pretty strong um, when the conferences were rolled. Obviously, everyone was very excited about Orange and how that was shaping out, um, but. You know, looking at the other teams in purple, this was a team that struck out um, to me as, as being potentially the top team in purple. Um, someone definitely to, to keep an eye out, um, which should uh, to be a pretty competitive conference overall. But um, all right, so let's talk about the last team. 
possibly my favorite team. Yeah. Um, this is no pros here. Uh, it's not a meme. Uh, Pasca, I'm sorry. I did rate y'all as a rare. Um, you have the same roster as you always do, uh, picking up Super Malak in the five. Um, I think it's just, I, just for whatever reason, I just can't help but just always underrate y'all. And it will always come back and bite me, but I always have to start y'all at the bottom. So um, I think that back, I did rate y'all, I think, as a legendary team in Hero last season. So I don't know what changed between last season and this, considering you went undefeated in the, the finals, but or undefeated in the regular season and then lost in the playoffs. But um, all we're rating right now is the beginning of the season. So... Uh, Based, talk me up on No Bros here. Why are they a legendary team? Why am I wrong? I I don't know how you just said all that and then went, yeah, rare. <laughs> it's, it just I mean, it just happens. Like, I, just, like the way I rate the players is everyone on their team is like just they always statistically find themselves right in the middle, even though I know they're all better than that. It just that's just how it works. I don't I can't like my formula just doesn't mesh with this team for whatever reason. I don't know, so I can't help it. NPH finds a way. I, I just, this team is always right there. They're always in the conversation of playoffs the whole time. Uh, just like, I'm just going to start at legendary. And then um, also Posca will yell at me probably a little bit less. And so then I can, <laughs> I can work down if I need to, but I don't think so. You know, uh, the only change being uh, Super Marlock for Shinsui, like that is excellent. Super Marlock going to be a great five. Like, this is this is gonna be another solid edition of No Pros here. All right, yeah, I'm I'm gonna take you as the uh, the voice of reason here and uh, and start with No Pros here as a legendary team. I think it's just fair. And and to, just real quick touch on Kita Kazuna. I think it's gonna be another where we split the difference and just start them as a golden epic. Um, you know, I think there's a little bit of unknown there. Um, the fact that we're pretty close on our rankings, I think, is a, is a good place to put them as just the golden epic team. So. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. I think we have gone through all the teams and, uh, we will try to give a little bit of pause. Uh, Matt at Arms, our uh, illustrious, uh, host from past seasons is going to be helping a little bit with the producing and editing and drops and whatnot until, uh, Base and I kind of get our, uh, our feet wet on that aspect of it. So we will try to allow for some, uh, interjection of the, um, the drops here as we're going through the rankings, but, uh, bear with us a little bit as, um, it's going to be tricky without having them live. So, um, to start with, based, go through our legendary teams. Whoa, legendary! So we got a Gungan, Us Among, Tonk, if you are corny, F2L Black, and no pros here. All right, and moving on, we have a Golden Epic. Golden Epic! Which is Feet of Cthulhu. Followed by our regular epics. Epic! Dad Legend, Dab on them, and Vote of Some Confidence. Then we have, uh, we got two Golden Rares. Golden Rare! Advanced Tactical Lackeys and Servants of Yog Saron, uh, as well as two Rares. Rare! Ask Hearthstone and Transfer Students. And finally, wrapping up with our Golden Commons. Golden Common! Tan Pam, Surf Slam, Fair and Balanced, and Dark Side of Cthulhu. Alright, so I think we did a pretty good job rating these teams. Uh, we'll say that now and then be proven completely wrong at the end of the season, but that's really where the fun is. So, uh, looking forward to uh, the next few weeks, we'll be adding in the Legacy and Pro Series next week. Uh, I think Wild starts two weeks from now, so it'll be a little bit of time before we get into the Wild Series. 
And uh, I don't want to overpromise and underdeliver, but we might be able to do something with the Battleground series at some point. Still working on that. Uh, I'm leaning a little bit on based uh, for that, yeah. as, uh, as you are actually involved in that series. But it is a little bit trickier to rate a Battleground-based series, so it might just end up being a lot of uh, opinions and hot takes, as if the rest of the show isn't already made up entirely of those things. So, But we'll just have to wait and see. So. Based, any closing remarks as we wrap up our uh, first preseason show with uh, the hero side? Uh, I, I got nothing other than good luck and have fun, and uh, I'm really excited for this uh, this next season of THL. Yep, should be a great one. I am definitely looking forward to it. Uh, and we will see y'all next week. Take care. Good night. <laughs>